Hi, this is Ivanya Easley with The Closet Chronicles. I am the founder and CEO of Love E Fashion and Style by Love E. This podcast is all about sharing my journey as a fashion professional, as well as having other guests share their journey and feedback to help you grow and scale your business. And today we have a very special guest, Dr. Dawn Karen. She is going to share her story and tell us all about her business and, of course, what's coming up for her next. So welcome, Dr. Dawn. Thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast. So excited to talk with you. Absolutely love your book. Hi, Vanya. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, such a pleasure to speak with your audience and stop by while I'm on my book tour. <laughs> awesome. Look, you don't have any stops in Atlanta, do you? Um, not yet. Not as not not <laughs> as of yet. Um, but hopefully, um, in the upcoming year, 2023, I'll be at um a university uh, near you. So yes, I would <laughs> love that. You definitely have to keep me posted because we would love to have you here in our city. Um, I would invite all the fashion people out for sure to hear because I, I just it really resonated me, with me. Your book, uh, Dress Your Best Life, um, and she is going to share all about that. But first, give us a little background on, you know, how you even got started in the space and, you know, how you grew your business. Yeah. So um, so I am the world's first fashion psychologist. There are many, many, many imitators um, <laughs> out there. Many. I've inspired a lot of people around the world, um, but I am the world's first fashion psychologist. I do own uh, my registrations with the United States Patent and Trademark Office um, offices. Um, and how I got started, I attended Columbia University. And um, at that time, you know, um, Former President Barack Obama was in office, um, who had went to Columbia, who had gone to Columbia University, and uh, former First Lady had gone to an Ivy League as well, Princeton. And yes. I had known that the face, the founders of Facebook went to Harvard, and so I'm like, it seems like when people go to Ivy League schools, they do sort of revolutionary things. And mm -hmm. as a black person, um, I was the very few black persons in this in my particular program, um, counseling mm -hmm. psychology. I was like, hey, you know, I need to do something revolutionary. At the time, I was also in uh, moonlighting um, in the fashion industry. So I worked mm -hmm. as a fashion public relations girl. I worked as an accessories designer. Um, I worked as a, a model. I was signed to um, MMG modeling agency. So I was doing a lot. Um, and I, as I said, during the day, I was attending mm -hmm. um, University, um, Columbia University for counseling psychologists. So my, counseling psychology. So my brain was just literally in two spaces at the same time. And yes. I was being taught by the pioneer of a field called sp spiritual psychology. Um, I was being taught by pioneers of the black psychology um, um, area. Um, yes. I was being taught by just, um, just various pioneers at that university. So I didn't know that what I was necessarily doing was big. I knew yes. it was big, but I didn't know how big it was going to be. Um, but I just knew like, oh, this is normal. Okay, so they're doing it. So I got to do something too. And so yes. um, well, I had experienced something catastrophic. Um, I experienced the... Um, I remember I read because I've read your book, so I just want you to share your oh, story. Yes, yes. So, so <laughs> yes, I experienced something catastrophic, um, but I turned ev everything 
um, to my good. And so, yes. um, I, I, you ha- I'll, I'll leave that for the book, but I experienced yes. something catastrophic and I was very mute. I didn't feel very talkative and in, in the African-American culture, you know, you really don't divulge your business. It's only yes. recently that we've been, um, inundated and, and we feel comfortable with saying we go to therapists, but you just, exactly at the time you just didn't air out your dirty laundry. And even still, yes. so it's not, even if you go, it's only certain things that you're going to say. So I remember feeling mute and what, but I, I, I really had this like fire in me and this drive and this passion to, you know, dress how I felt and, you know, use clothing to heal me. And so I tried it on myself and, you know, counselor know thyself. And so I was like, Hey, if I can apply this to myself, I'm sure that that all my girlfriends who are models who experienced sexual assault, um, who experienced eating disorders, I'm sure they could resonate with this. You know, yes. so it just after that, um, yeah, it's it spread like wildfire. Um, so yes, I'll 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, leave leave some for the book. Y'all definitely yeah, have yeah. to get the book. Now, how did you decide though? I mean, of course, clothes had that power, that effect for you, mm-hmm. as it does with all of us, and just not ever even thinking about it. Because as a wardrobe stylist myself, mm-hmm. when I first got into it, it was, you know, I know how to pick a cute outfit, I know how to put looks together. Mm-hmm. But seeing it transform my own life as well as clients, like, oh, I got a date, I got mm-hmm. married, I got a promotion. Mm-hmm. And really, how did you decide to marry the psychology with the fashion? Well, yeah. So, like, officially. Because I've been doing it unofficially just yeah. from just it organic. Yes. From, oh, you know, this client testimonial, this is really good. And kind of digging a little bit deeper than Uh just, it's not the dress, it's what you're doing in the dress or how it made you feel, Mm -hmm. how people react to you, all of the things. Mm -hmm. So that's what I loved about the book. Because I was like, I'm like doing this. So I'm like, (laughs) it just confirmed that I was going in the right direction. Yes, yes. And it it offers a lot of validation for image consultants, world, 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 uh, I'm so sorry, (laughs) wardrobe stylists, image uh, image consultants, people in the fashion industry, we already do this naturally. So what's novel, what's innovative, if, if I gave words, I gave words and I related it to psychology. Now I yes. have credentials. So being that I worked in the fashion yes. industry, being that I'm a psychologist. So I was like, all right, well, in psychology, that will be called this. And yes. in psychology, that will be called that. So I was the first person to actually um, give it a name, give it a face and put some yes. science behind it because we're yes. all do We all do it naturally. Even yes. if you're not a wardrobe stylist, even if you're not um, an image consultant, you wake up in the morning and as just a regular person and you yes. do this in your, your life with your clothing and we do it all the time. And so, you know, I was just like, wait, let me um, study the science behind it. Let me create some theories so it can make sense and people can actually not just use it organically and use yes. it just by accident, but yes. actually in- make the intention, make it intentional. So, you know, um, I created it. Um, I, I filed the, and I, I was told, I was told under no circumstances, can you own a field? That's what I was told. I was told mm-hmm. that. And, and being, um, you know, a black person, um, yes. I think, you know, we have to own, we, I mean, it's, it's just yes. being a person in, in general, a, a yes. young person being a woman, you know, you have to own. So the one thing that someone can do to like get under my skin is tell me what I cannot do. Yeah. So they told me I could not do it. I said, all right, I'm gonna figure this out. Watch yeah. me. And so I, I, I learned that there, um, there are powers to be, 
um, there's, uh, uh, could I, I could say this. I'm going to give you exclusive, okay? Stuff that's okay. not in the book. So I'll give you yes. stuff that's not in the book. All right. So the American. We love an exclusive. Yes, exclusive. <laughs> On the Closet Chronicles, you heard it yes. here. Now, the American Psychological Association owns all 54 divisions. They filed mm-hmm. all trademarks on 54 divisions in the psychology discipline. They own developmental psychology. They own all the disciplines. And yes. so um, I was like, well, they don't own fashion psychology. Why didn't anyone create fashion psychology? Yes. And so yes. as a young, again, I'm, I'm Ivy League. I was like, yes. I, got, I didn't go to the school and get all these loans for nothing. I got to do exactly something. that part. I, <laughs> I do something that part. You know what I'm saying? So I decided. Like, okay, let me take a risk and actually own it. I didn't go to the gatekeepers and say, please, 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 please. No, no, no. I decided to own it. And it caused a lot of controversy. Again, this is not in the book. This will probably be in the second book. But it caused a lot, a lot of controversy within uh, the psychology discipline. Um, Mm -hmm. I've actually had people, um, if you you know about, or if, if any of you are in academia, a lot of senior professionals may still like a younger, like a junior's work. Um, mm-hmm. coming in it's almost like hazing if you will it's literally yes. academic hazing and so I experienced that someone took my curriculum launched it in a, at a um, another fashion university in London I shall not say the name wow and um, and and actually graduated people from that program wow and this is an exclusive again this is an exclusive on closet chronicles you mm-hmm. I'm only going to say this here Yes. Um, and the students will come back when they would write their thesis before they would graduate and they would say, um, can I cite you in the thesis? And I said, yes, I, I, you can cite me in the thesis as your source. And yes. after being cited several times, uh, the students came back and said, I'm not allowed to cite you. So I said, okay, well, okay, all right. And so then they would come back and graduate and tell me, you know, I kind of, I, this is not what you're teach, what you're saying or what you're telling the media about fashion mm-hmm. psychology. That's not what we're learning. Okay. And so they were like, hmm, they start putting two and two together. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're, they, you know, you know, uh, the younger generation out Gen yes. Alpha, Gen Z, they yes. know about timestamps. So they did their, they did their investigation. Yeah. Saw that I was the actual pioneer and I didn't yes. tell anyone. So as a young junior, I did not tell anyone that someone, um, performed academic theft. I didn't tell anyone because um, I really didn't think I had any power to tell you the truth. I'm going to really be honest. Um, yes. And so the students began putting two to two together and was just exposed. And advocated on your behalf, basically. Yes. they Love it. Exactly. And so lo and behold, um, we hear, I've experienced a lot of, again, this is an exclusive. Um, the New York yes. Times did a, um, an article right before the pandemic, um, whereby mm-hmm. I experienced a lot of racism at the university where I work um, because I've been pioneering fashion psychology. So it's 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 reached high levels. We're currently yes. now in the Supreme Court, I will tell wow. you. Um, so when I when you, if you ever see me post and talk about I'm tired or I look tired, it's uh-huh. because I am fighting, fighting for my credibility. Yes. I'm fighting to have fashion psychology um, as a reputable field. I'm fighting yeah. because it was academic, you know, academic theft has been performed against me. So if you, this is an exclusive, this is an exclusive and exclusive. I just keep saying yes. it's an exclusive. So yes. Um, so I've experienced a lot of trials and tribulations, a lot of obstacles, um, and I'm still here. So the fact that I you can it. have me on this podcast, just it, it means the world, you know. 
No, thank you. And thank you for sharing that exclusive. Of course, I hope that everything works in your favor because it really does. One, it is really a study, just like any of the other studies. It really is. It has really it transformed people's lives as well as their bottom line. I mean, clients I've had get, you know, jobs, promotions, et cetera, make more money all because they combined, as I call it, style and image into their executive tool belt. Like it's not just your experience and just your education, but it's the combination of all the factors that really can help propel you to the next level. And that's what I really loved about your book. And it was just resonating with me on like, that is, you know, what really draws people as far as what they wear and how they show up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And if, they're, if they haven't been doing it, once they start doing it, seeing the difference. Right, 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 right. So now that you went through, um, you know, what happened in your life to mm-hmm. actually combine and using fashion as an armor mm-hmm. um, and wardrobe and having that experience in the fashion industry, as well as, you know, going to Ivy League schools and mm-hmm. getting that education, combining the, the two sciences, so to speak, to make one, mm-hmm. what do you feel like is maybe something that is a common myth about what you do? Like something that oh. people would be in your job because I know a lot of people think with wardrobe styles like we play with clothes all day that is so <laughs> far from the truth um people think I shop for people okay. I do not I hate yeah. shopping I hate <laughs> shopping I hate shopping for myself I help mm-hmm. sh- I, it gives me anxiety yeah. um, so a lot of people think that I shop like I'm just like a personal shopper which I do have a personal shopper shout out to Jessica um, I ain't mad at it. <laughs> um I so they think I'm a personal shopper I hate shopping I will not yes. shop for you I will yes. there are people who do that I'm yes. not gonna be the person to do that but um so that's a, a common misconception that people think I shop and yes. uh it's it's I literally talk about it in my book. It causes me um, sensory overload. So, yeah. <laughs> so when you do meet with your clients, yeah. it's more about the psychology of what the clothes effect will have on them and other people. And then you kind of either refer them or just let them know what they need to do as far as dressing the part. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So I, I don't come, I don't try to compete with um, a personal shopper and I don't compete yes. with a wardrobe stylist. Yes. Um, I actually work together with them. So it's not yes. like, you know, I'm not coming as a fashion psychologist. I'm not coming to take over, you know, for dress for success or yes. wardrobe styling. I it's, it's, it's enough pie for us, enough pie for us to have um, each a slice. So, yes. Yeah, so I'll say, um, you know what, this is what you need to do. These are my recommendations. Yeah. They'll either hire a personal shopper or wardrobe stylist um, and we'll work in tandem. Um, yes. But, but yes. So, so yes. So I do look through the clothing. I do an assessment of what they already have and I tell them what they, what they also need. I may empower them to shop for themselves or yes. if they don't have the time, they may hire a fashion stylist and that's yes. great. Yes. Yes. Love that. What do you think is one of the most important things you've learned thus far? Because, I mean, obviously, you are young, black, successful. I love it. All the black (laughs) girl magic. But it's not like you're, you know, 70 years old. So it's a lot more that you're going to learn over, you know, the rest of your career. But just to date, what do you feel like is one of the most important lessons? Oh, that I am enough. I've learned that I, I that I am enough that I've. Um, I've been hazed, as I said, yes. so um, yes. in various forms. So I've I've had to prove myself like I'm yes. not good enough. And I realized that I was good enough from the start. Yes. Know, because the, the creator told me I was good enough. So I think that's what I've learned. I think the second mm-hmm. part that I've learned is just conviction. 
You yeah. know, people may tell you, tell people told me that fashion psychology, that's not real. Yeah. Like, it's not real. That's the, why would you put the two? That's uh, why would you put something so frivolous with something so intelligent and intellectual? Why would you yeah. do that? You know, yeah. and now like pandemic came and people are calling me. Literally, I wasn't resting in the pandemic. I was working. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, I came up with dopamine dressing and that went yes. viral. So, you know, I, I realized that I am enough. Yes. Um, and that the world needs what I have to say and exactly that I don't need permission from um, anyone to to validate what, you know, I know to be true. Yes, I love that. And I also feel like just from our conversation thus far, you've mm -hmm. also learned to be an advocate for yourself. Oh, 110%. Um, to tell you the truth, um, I know how to advocate for myself by myself. Yes. But when it comes to the public, um, that's a whole different story. Um, I, I honestly, I shy away from things like that. Like, oh, I can advocate myself and I can put on a nice outfit and walk through a space. But mm -hmm. when it comes to advocating myself and, you know, it being in front of the public, I very much struggled with that. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't sign up. I, I tell my students, I didn't sign up to be a Martin Luther King. Um, <laughs> I do know that, you know, I, I, it was only in the pandemic when Naomi Campbell um, and oh, I cannot remember the other um, fashionista, but the mogul Naomi Campbell, the icon said, mm -hmm. you know, she wished she would have spoke out about racism in, in the fashion industry. She wished she would have spoke yes. out more. Um, and so just listening to her, it, it sort of gave me courage, like, okay, Dawn, you need to be your own advocate and stand up yes. for yourself. And my students around the world at, at in London, in New York City, um, all over, they've actually helped me advocate because then they will come yes. to me and they'll advocate for me. And I'm like, all right, okay, I guess I gotta, I gotta yes. step up to the plate. And so they, they've given me that baton and given me that platform and just help me advocate for myself when I don't feel strong yeah. or I, I may feel weak. Um, so I think, like you said, the third and most important is learning for, um, learning to advocate for myself in public, yes. stand yes. up for myself um, and my credibility and what I have pioneered and what I have created, um, knowing that, you know, people may try, they may try to make several attempts to take something away from me, but they yes. cannot. Yes, so. definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Totally agree with all of that for sure. Mm -hmm. Also, what do you feel like are some personality traits or just to have to be successful in your end? Oh. So with the world's first fashion psychologist, educating other people, sorry i had pause for a second you're educating other people in the field for them apply you know fashion psychology to their own lives mm -hmm. as well as you know to help others and hopefully you know instead of people just saying oh i'm going to maybe oh, i'm going to see my fashion psychologist or whatever because that's yes. self-care mental health well-being etc what mm -hmm. do you feel like what is a good trait to have as a person to even come into this field Dr. Don, can you hear me? Dr. Don, I'm here. I'm oh, here. Oh, okay. Um, to be to be diplomatic and to be um be, be diplomatic and non-judgmental. Those are seemingly of the same polarity. And what I mean by that is um you know, as a fashion psychologist, 
Um, clothing is not just, you know, labels, Louis Vuitton, Prada, shout out to those labels though. Um, it's not just labels. It goes beyond, it, it goes to religion, you know, what someone wears, um, the habaya they wear, the hijab, you know, um, uh, when a woman is, uh, after she's, uh, has been sexually assaulted. She actually may, you know, take her power back and wear scantily clad clothes because it's her body, you yeah. know, how she takes ownership of it. So, you know, just being diplomatic, being non-judgmental, you may encounter people with very various fashion, um, various, no, no, you'll, you'll, you'll encounter people with, uh, various aspects or yes. maybe let, let me, let me strike that uh differences you'll you'll encounter yes. people with um that have all type of different relationships with their own clothing yes. um so it's not for you to as a fashion psychologist it's not for you to judge them yes. you know if they decide to conceal their body or expose their body yes um no way is the right way you know yes. so it's just whatever fits that individual um so i would say like i said uh being non-judgmental and diplomatic is a huge personality trait to have if you want to be a fashion psychologist. Totally agree. That makes perfect sense because you are, like you said, dealing with not only different people, but different body types, height, mm -hmm. weight, size, and like you said, life experiences that they may feel a certain way about their body, especially mm -hmm. women. And we are getting ready to wrap up soon. Thank you again for the time. I wanted to know what three books, movies, or podcasts would you recommend for someone wanting to get into this space to learn, mm -hmm. to be able to start growing their business or even start their business in this space? Book, Dress Your Best Life. Of school. course. <laughs> uh, book, Dress Your Best Life, School, Fashion Psychology Institute, and... Um, Thirdly, I will be launching the accreditation body, the accreditation arm for the field, which is the International Association of the Fashion Psychology Field. So all you wardrobe stylists, all you image consultants, you could actually join the association. Um, Ooh, so I love it. That, that'll be launching 2023. We'll be hosting yeah. conferences and it'll be a slew of things. Um, so it's coming up so it can be all inclusive. So if you're already in the fashion industry and you're like, oh, I'm tired of going to school, Dr. Don Karen, I don't want any more school. <laughs> okay, it's fine. It's totally fine. You could just join the association. So that'll be 2023. Le definitely keep me posted on that. Have um, Ashley uh, <laughs> save my email to add me to the list because okay. I definitely want to be involved and support, and as well as find out when you're going to be in Atlanta. Because oh yes, yes, the book tour. It's 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 um I'm I'm I have some tour dates. I have them going all the way out to 2024. Um, yes. you know, with the pandemic, my book came out in 2020, so I missed two years. So I have to yes. miss two years. So yes. I have dates already procured, secured for uh, Ethiopia, Hong Kong, even wow. uh, my hometown, Ohio. So, yes. um, so stay tuned, you know, and I yes. would love to be in Atlanta. Yes, definitely. Whatever we need to do uh, to make that happen for sure. Because I'm part of um, Fashion Group International. They have an Atlanta chapter, oh, but they're yes. based out of New York. Yes. So there may be some collab there where maybe mm -hmm. they can bring you in. Yes. And of course, we do have SCAD here as mm -hmm. well as some other fashion focus groups and institutions so uh you would definitely fit right in <laughs> to the equation for people because we definitely want to learn and grow um and i think what you do is so important um and just the marriage of the two is what i really love just reading your book i was just so excited which is why i had to reach out <laughs> um the last thing i'm gonna ask you before we leave is what is something about your business being successful mm -hmm. 
what that you didn't expect. Like I'm, you're a successful <laughs> business, but you have so much more to go. Cause like I said, you're young and so much more things that are going to happen in your career, of course, over the next 10, 12, 15 years, et cetera. But so far, what do you feel like has been the most successful thing? Cause I know we talked about the most important lesson, but what's <laughs> yes, been the most, the most successful. important success? Having my book and languages I cannot speak. <laughs> I love it. I um, love it. Russian. Um, you know, um, again, I have to be very diplomatic. So I know that there's a war. I've been the prime minister of Ukraine flew me out um, wow. during their um, key security forum when Russia was actually taking over a part of their border. Um, and I was wow. out there. I had Secret Service and what have you. So Ukraine actually um, was the first to spotlight me. Then came Russia, but their people have nothing to do with the war. Um, yes. So I will say my book is in Russian, Ukrainian, Czech, Spanish. I know a little Spanish um, and English. And so I didn't know in my wildest dreams that my book would be translated in languages I cannot speak. Um, I, I will, love that. I will also add, I will also, also add um, success uh, in meeting celebrities. I've met Tommy Hilfiger. I've met... Um, Dapper Dan, I didn't know that. He's I such was... a sweetheart. He was oh. in Atlanta for a conference not too long ago. I oh. met him in New York and I met him here. Such like I didn't know that I was going to meet like fashion royalty. Yes, um, I, at this early, I knew that I knew at some point I would, but yes. I didn't know this early in my career that I would. Yes. So yeah, I love that. I love that. Oh, okay. And look, I know I said that was my. This is my last question for. <laughs> What is coming up next? I mean, we're about to be, the end of the year is coming. Yes. We're about to be in 2023. Yes. What is coming up next that you can share? Because I know there are going to be a few surprises, of course, but yes. what is coming up that you can share with us? So that I can share, um, as I said, there'll be the International Association of the Fashion Psychology Field. And with that um, will be a conference. So that is what okay. I can share. But there okay. are a slew of things that I cannot share. That are coming up. Well, yes. look. Where, where is the con is the conference going to be in New York or out the country? Um. Oh well, I would like to have them all over so we can all be oh, okay. in different places. However, so the conference will be on tour too. But, but however, however, we'll, we're going to start off virtually. Okay, we're going to start okay. off virtually. Awesome. So everybody, so we can all have a chance table. to possibly attend. Okay. Yes. Got yes. 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 <laughs> so that's that's what's coming that. up. Yes. Yes. Love that. No, thank you again for your time taking a break from the tour to chat with us. I can't wait to share um, on our podcast your story, your journey, and keep inspiring us, of course. I will definitely stay connected to you through Ashley for sure. Yay. And again, I just really appreciate it, really enjoyed the book, and I shared it with my like style students oh, and team because I'm always trying to help them understand that style is more than just putting together cute outfits because you're working <laughs> with people yes. and the psychology of just understanding people, relating yes. to people and being personable and learning things outside of just, you know, pink and blue looks good together. <laughs> so I always recommend different books to help them learn just to be better business owners in mm -hmm. this space. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ivana, for having me on and spreading my words. Yes. It means the world and Black Girl Magic, definitely. Yes. Thank <laughs> you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. Enjoy tour. Be safe. And we'll chat soon. Yes, yes. God bless okay. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.